This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned, there was beer involved. What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules. Welcome to Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's me, Cameron your friendly neighborhood podcaster guy here to remind you once again before we get started to make sure you subscribe and follow us on whatever listening apparatus you are listening to us on currently and uh, leave us a review tell us how awesome we are and if you want to you can even tell us about your awesome fan fiction that you wrote about how you shipped uh bernard and orpheus together and and we can read about it and i'm also here to kind of catch you up on what happened last time um so, last time, a lot of crazy shit happened, and Troy got stabbed. Uh, I think that covers it, right? Let's, uh, let's check in on the guys and see what they're doing now. Welcome back to Anarium, my little agents. This is Sam. Your keeper, your GM, whatever you want to call me. The guy making up the story as we go. Um, it's good to have be back. Um, you know how it goes. Uh, spooky season is around the corner. Shut up. I don't care that it's July. It'll be August before you know it. Before you know it, it'll be October. That's spooky season. We can get those rates and reviews in. Spread word of mouth. If you've got followers on Twitter, on your Facebook, if this is something that you enjoy, we'd greatly appreciate a plug. However, you choose to do it. We, we do appreciate that. Getting us out there and in the algorithm lets people know that we're here. I recognize that this isn't for everyone. But if you think someone might enjoy it, uh, give, give us a shout-out in your own way. It is appreciated. Uh, any artists out there, we are thinking about making the jump to YouTube. We would love some artwork to post instead of a blank screen. Send us an estimate for the image of at least our three main characters doesn't need to be the greatest or the bestest. If you want to donate, that's fine, but let us know. That, that scene with Troy last episode would have been a hell of a thing to illustrate. <laughs> uh, maybe someday. That was was traumatic for everyone involved. Um, but let us know what your, your rates are, kind of the price. If you want to donate, that's fine. But I respect that art's not something that should be just given away for free. Send us an email at anarium.pod at gmail.com. Kind of let us know. Be like, hey, for like 40 bucks, I can draw a picture of you guys. And I'm not saying we're going to say yes to everybody, but if the price is right and we've got a little extra scratch, we can do that and we would greatly appreciate it. Now, done with traditional non-weird business and on to the wonderful human beings that I am playing with that I am always thankful that I have to play with. Hey, how's Colorado look out there? It is 
finally getting dark out here, but I uh, appreciate you asking. I am Rob. I play Orpheus. You know, you were asking, what do we call you? Uh, how about Monster Daddy? We call That's <laughs> the worst kink I could have Seconded. come up with. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> last episode you criticized us for not doing great on the uh, introducing Intros? ourselves, but you just kind of threw him into being the leadoff hitter, and you didn't tell him, and I thought you did a great job. <laughs> 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 he he thought he was cleaning up and he he had to lead off and he did pretty good. Are we Virgil's virgins? Oh wait, wrong. Virgil's wrong game. Wrong, wrong game. game. You're hey. your monster daddy. We're we're monster babies. Uh, this... We all walk around on leashes. Oh good luck, God, everybody. You guys are going to be agents. You're going to be monster babies. That's what we're going to call <laughs> our fans. That's horrible. To the lovely gentleman who produces our show weekly, who does an amazing job, who I'm constantly being told. Our production value is half the reason people keep listening. Last week being told that I was grossed out. It was the biggest, or that people were grossed out listening to it was the biggest compliment I think I've ever received because <laughs> I tried very hard to do that. Well, and I guess when you listen to this, it won't be last week. It will have been, It'll been a, little a bit. while. Um, but yeah, I'm Cameron. Um, some bit of a producer, lifter of weights, master of all things masturbatory. Um, and you gotta make it weird every time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I play Bernard, uh, uh, retired logger, um, now monster hunter. Uh, retired logger just sounds like you have like a prolapse colon, and you just take the biggest shits. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I used to take Randy Marsh size shits. <laughs> this has got to get cut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Taylor, how are you? I'm Please, good. somebody say something. I'm normal. good. I, uh, <laughs> somebody say something. It's not awkward. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm Taylor. I play Marcellus Corvinson, 1100 year old vampire warlock. Uh, one more small announcement, since uh, this episode will be coming out closer to the uh, spooky time of year, anyways. Um, we're considering doing a. Uh, live twitch episode uh yes. if that's something you guys would be interested in please let us know um be sometime in dish of october uh don't have a definitive date set yet but uh if that's something you're interested in shout us out give us a review just say hey yeah i'd love to see that we'll, we'll make a twitch up and let everybody know what the Twitch is so they can follow it, get the notifications, etc. And then if it becomes a more popular thing, we may do it a little more often. And October these, 20. Get to see your, your favorite characters and how they actually look in real life. They are right. They are all very handsome men. And we will all be in the same room at some point in October. So yeah. just a thought. Keep it in mind. Get, let us know. We'll probably do it whether you want us to or not. <laughs> <laughs> because we're friends and hanging out's have fun. We have might our even nuzzle beards. Could be Ooh, a thing. I, last time I did that, somebody gagged. So I don't know. <laughs> it was you. It wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't. That's weird. It was Trevor. We rubbed. I rubbed my beard against his, and he was like, "No, no, no, no homoeroticism for Trevor." Good dude, though. Our final guest, our special guest for now, special I'm maybe eventually special. permanent. I'm super special. Uh, uh, Rick Stafford playing Corbin Graves. Fucking around in a graveyard with a uh, 
fantasy medieval warrior guy. Galan. Camlin Knight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where we left off, Troy had been stabbed by a red-haired woman in the gymnasium. She was instantly arrested by Marcellus, who then followed Orpheus out to Gertrude, where they performed quick surgery in an attempt to save Troy from a lifetime of side pain. Bernard has gone to a teacher's lounge where he has found some Jack Daniels, and Corbin and our friend Galand are now in a graveyard. Hey. There was a part of me when we first found out, like, that Troy got stabbed. I was like, am I going to find some alcohol and then have to stumble in here and then have to waste it on cleaning <laughs> wound or Waste it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right. So we will actually start off uh, in the cemetery. What are Corbin and Galand looking for in said cemetery? Well, we're we're in we're in the dreamlands. There were ghasts. There was a gug. The quote unquote sun has risen. There's got to be some fucking monsters somewhere. Okay. As you enter the cemetery, you are looking around headstones. You're kind of looking at some of the older ones. I don't really. You're literally just looking for something to do. I just want like like a chill ghost to roll up like. Eating some ghost chips, like, what's up, dudes? (laughs) What's up, dudes? What are you doing? What are you doing in my waters? Hey, bro, put the sword down. (laughs) Hey, you got to come back to the school. We got to get you out of here, man. (laughs) That'd be be the way, like, just come in with a ghost and be like, I rescued a ghost. Uh, So you and and Galand will separate. Kind of go your opposite directions, looking at different headstones. Split the party that split the party. Split the split party. Um, How close of attention are you paying? to Galand and what's happening here. The idea being, is this like, because like with Troy, you don't have to look out for him. No. And like with these other agents, it's not someone you're keeping an eye on. Like that's not the position you've held. So are you keeping an eye on him or are you kind of like off in your own little world being like stupid Amish and they didn't no, want I'm, to be I'm, saved? I'm and... in like investigator mode. So while I'm, I'm like 90% into whatever I'm looking at, but every so often I'm like, where the fuck did he go? Oh, he's over there. Okay, cool. Okay. In between these moments, you, you're like you're looking at headstones. You found some of the older ones that exist on this site, and you have that moment. Where you're like, "Wait, I came here with someone." And you look over to Galand, who is speaking to a woman, who has seemingly came out of nowhere, presumably the woods around the the graveyard. They are having what would appear to be a touching moment. Do you go up? Oh, I interrupted immediately. I, like, bound over like a happy dog. and be like, hey, you found someone. Awesome. Who's this? What's going on? Kalan turns to you and says, Oh, the dreamlands have been most fortuitous. This is my wife. I thought I had lost her forever. That's your your wife? He looks at her. He looks at you. Yes. What's she look like? She looks like a 1800s waif. I don't know. She looks like, 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 like a woman. She looks like a woman. She looks like a woman in an older style of garb. That would have been a lot, lot, pre- a long time previous to the 1800s. That's true. I said it. I was like, that's dumb. We're thinking if like he's 16, a Camelot Knight. That 16 been. to 1500s, right? Ooh, All right, way where are we at? earlier than that. If, got, if, if he's a knight and you're talking like. 
Camelot era knight. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So we're talking like I mean, he's 9th from a century. So seven a, to eight hundreds. All right, so seven to eight hundreds. Mm. She she's not wearing Gucci. That's what I can tell you. Um. Trying to decide whether he's just excited that they found something, or if he's like, "All right, this is what I'm investigating now." Sidebar: I've come to the conclusion that there is just a singular gnat that lives. Oh in yeah, space there's now. like one fly that like <laughs> flies around and hides. It's and just then... the one. There's nope. only one ever. Anyways, continue story. Um, uh, Corbin's all smiles. He's gonna offer his hand, introduce himself, try to shake his hand, shake her hand. Oh, she would take it. I mean, oh. and she she would shake your hand. Uh, yep. Like, hello, my name is Mary. Oh, hi, Mary. I'm Corbin. You know this guy. Um, is anything off about her? Smell, touch, hand, cold. This thing does not have a circulatory system that you recognize, but it has one. Roll yeah. to act under pressure. They're swingers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say yes? Do you say no? <laughs> Are we going to cut away from the cemetery and come back at a weird time? We need to find a principal's office. I know they have a big desk. Um, if you want to investigate a mystery, we can take it from there. The mystery is, who the hell is this? You could read a bad situation. I can make either one of those work. Investigating a mystery is more about her. Reading a bad situation is kind of like, I don't think you're there yet. She's not done anything wrong. Well... This is the first time Corbin's been like, oh, dreamlands. Yeah, dreams can do a thing. Corbin's always in his own head, so if the dreamlands had the power to, like, make something that you've dreamed of happen, it would have happened to him already. Like, he would have a sword by now. So. Uh, seven. For what? Uh, investigative mystery. You get one question about this. You don't have to follow the list. The list is a good starter. Are you single, madame? <laughs> <laughs> Do thou swing? Um, for just a moment, I'm going to turn on the predator senses. Mm-hmm. What kind of prey would she be? Is this like a person flesh and blood? Oh, it's a person back from the dead. Is it like a ghostly visage from the world of the dead a real dreamed back into existence person or is this some sort of like cover for another thing it is a life okay but it is not human as you know it it is not like galant where it's like nope heart heartbeat circulatory system it's alive but it is it is not quite living living i guess but Pass. Uh. No, we can do that. Um, as you are are kind of recognizing that she's not quite what she seems to be, mm-hmm. and are kind of uncomfortable in this situation, uh, they begin to embrace a hug, a str- a, a, a husband seeing his wife for the mm-hmm. first time in years. We never thought he thought he would see again. Thousands of years. I mean. <laughs> I originally didn't make him a time traveler. Originally, he was from another dimension, but now he's a time traveler. So here we are. Um, as they are hugging. Oh, I'm keeping super close eye. She digs her hands into the flesh of his back. Her fingers 
almost like knives just passed through as Galand starts to scream, burning from the inside out. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, grabbing her, pulling her off. Claws. Like full on three inches of bone sticking out of his fingers. By the way, Bernard, metagaming is punished in the harshest of ways. Oh, because, yes, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. That's Metagaming is punished in the harshest <laughs> of ways. She will do this to you from a distance. <laughs> you had a direction. Understood. For good storytelling, your ass stays on that direction. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Woman is sticking her fingers into her husband and burning him from the inside out. Oh, Corbin, yep. For sure. Usually husband sticks his fingers yep, in nope. the woman. Um, Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no, bones. I didn't even pick that up. Thanks, bro. Bones, <laughs> bones come out. Go around her shoulders. Pull her off of him. Give me a kick, smash, and roll. Let's see what you do. Do it. Mm. Oh yeah, you you. you <laughs> looks like looks like you may have done that. Let's see, that's a six and a four. That's a ten. That's a thirteen. Oh, you get an extra two. What do you want to do? Um, rip her fucking arms off. Uh, <laughs> this is the list. <clears throat> All right, so... <laughs> She's just a little deeper. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Force them where you want them. Her hands come out of them. Okay. Disengage them. I get two? You get one. I get one. You get to do the traditional kick smash where you're doing your damage, and you get to pick one of the extra add-ons. But you did. Put them where you want them. Mm-hmm. What's advanced? I keep... Sorry. Uh, eventually, you will uh, level up to a point where you can pick advanced options, which on a 12 or better... What level is it? Uh, I think it's after five. You have to hit the first five. You're l- the next I level up, one of them can be to make take an advanced move. It gives you... Excuse me. It gives you some additives to what you're doing. Poop. All right. Because I could drive it away in a route. All right. Yeah, no, I just grab her, pull her off, and I'm like, yep, not your wife. Galan drops the ground. Found her, monster. You okay? Uh, No. Uh, From the ground, he... Smells like a marshmallow you left in the microwave too long. The insides are all burned up. She turns on you, and what you see fades. What is standing in front of you can best be described as a humanoid tumor polyp thing mm-hmm. mm. with hair and teeth and tissue in weird places. There's a word for that. An amalgamation of tumorous tissues and bits of people person where its mouth should be is just sort of a gaping wound where utterances come out as it turns on you. Don't Google tumor polyp thing. Tell me what you do. There's a name for a tumor that has hair and teeth. Um. Yeah, it's called an eight and et twin. Um. your twin. Is it still roughly the same height? I mean, it's still, it yes. Like just, no, it's it's roughly the same height. Uh, and he's like dead, dead, or dying. He's not getting back up. Uh, good job. 
<laughs> Way to go, you let Galen die. You were paying attention. Shove her away. Go for the sword. Okay, that is an action under pressure. Give me. Nine. You manage to push her away, but in your die for the sword, you miss it. Meh. Galand is holding on to it pretty heartily as he died with it in one hand, slightly mm -hmm. down, but mm -hmm. when she dug her fingers in... That that grip went real hard, yep. and then he went down. It's fair. We're still on you, bud. Oh, it's still me. I mean, there's no one else here. Yeah. It's you and Polyp Woman. Well, I thought Polyp Woman would get a chance to do something. Um, not how this game works. You shoved her away. She has to steady herself again. Uh, miss the sword. I'm just gonna take a shot with a gun. Yes. Oh, you managed to get a few shots off mm -hmm. as she runs toward you. That's a two damage, correct? It is. Okay. You manage to get a couple of shots off. You do your damage. But she's basically on top of you. She lays her hands on you, and you feel a burning sensation. You are not taking damage yet, but it is what is around the corner. Okay. Uh, so I'm down. I went for the sword. Probably on the ground. She's on top of me, so I can get my feet under her. Kick her off. All right, act under pressure. Oh, eight. You managed to kick her off. She doesn't go very far, but she is off of the top of you. When I had my fingers in her. Mm -hmm. Gross, icky, I-core blood. Not quite. It's 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 weird. Palatable something? No. No. Well. Eh, sleep on her. With some claws, I guess. Come on, dice. Ten for kicks and ass? Yeah. Yay. Uh you are attacking with your claws, correct? Yep. Two arm, ignore armor. Okay, uh, you you slice through. It does a lot more damage than you were expecting. This thing is fairly fragile. Uh, it's not dead, and it does manage to stick a finger into you, doing about two harm. No, thank you. More in a physical wound than a burning mm -hmm. sensation. Just like slapping it. Right? No, no, stop it. Stop it. I'm just going to keep tearing at her. Okay. It's a nine. Nope, nine. Um, you, again, do a couple swipes. She does get her hands on you again, but in order for her to do what she's trying to do, it requires digging in mm -hmm. to burn you from the inside out. Uh, she dies. Ooh. You basically have done enough damage that she falls. They don't have a ton of health. Mm. Um, you look at the odd thing on the ground as it catches on fire and mm. burns itself up. Don't like that. Uh, check on Galland. Gone. 
Oh, he's dead. Ugh. Like a marshmallow in the microwave. Ugh. All the insides are burned out. Uh, close his eyes, respectfully. Uh, apologize <laughs> to him, to his dead body. Um, in his head, Corbin's like, he got to technically see his wife again. Uh, other than those last few seconds, maybe. Nah, this was a bad move on my part. I suck. All right, so... <laughs> Grab him, bring his body. Is there anything left of her? Ashes? Not anything. Just barely ashes. Fuck. Um, I would like to. I don't even know what this is. Uh, try to like rack my brain for anything known Give about me what this a, is. Uh, smart roll. Oh boy. Smart. Sharp. Sharp. Sorry. Shit. Let's say smarts. That's new. It's new. Eight. I need that. Eight. Um, in your studies of what you are that you've never quite figured out, you know that there is something known as a fire vampire, which tends to burn people from the inside out mm -hmm. as it consumes their energy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's eldritch. You know that it is connected to a great one and that this might be what that is, but you don't know. Well, eldritch tracks I have a walkie whose walkies are is it connected to just us it's our group I phoned it in hey, um, you would get buoyed on the radio okay um, I let him know possible fire don't man. tell me Whoa. tell Boyd Boyd, come in, Boyd. Agent Graves. Agent Boyd, hi. Uh, two things. You want good or bad? Knowing you as well as I do, I suppose we should start with the bad. Gallant is down. I'm bringing his body back to Gertrude. In the graveyard, possible fire vampire. Interesting. Looked like his wife. She dug her hands into him. He is gone. Um, it is too. Just kind of vaporized. Once I hit it a few times. Don't know much about him. Knows that they're Eldritch, which tracks. Anything going on there? People seeing dead loved ones. Agent Walsh was stabbed by the local librarian. We'll begin interrogating her shortly. Oh, there's no reply. He's just carrying like, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> All right, so we're going to cut back. Uh, what we are going to start on, um, we will say that Bernard found his alcohol and his friends. Uh, Marcellus, Orpheus, and Bernard are outside of a classroom, inside of which is the red-haired woman that stabbed Troy. You are aware that she is the local librarian. Uh, her, name is, ah. her name is Missy. Uh, she is, up to this point, been incredibly friendly. You know that she brought a group of survivors with her to the school recently. That was the group of about 40 people that showed up before you guys did. Um, what do you guys want to do? At the moment, she is restrained. She is sitting at a desk in a classroom, mumbling to herself. I'm going to go in there, and I want to 
first listen to what she's mumbling about and then start the interrogation. Uh, do all of you guys enter at the same time? I don't know if I'm back yet. That was my You're with them. Okay. You joined I, I'm up. with them. You okay. found your booze. You filled your flask. You were back with your group when you saw someone and they went, hey, Troy got stabbed. You got filled in. You know where he's at. He'll be okay in the long run. But you are now with your group. Okay. Marcellus, I've been around long enough to know how this game is played. And in my present form, it is perhaps best that I play a good cop. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you stay here and listen. No. I cannot no, no, get no. what we need. I, I feel like that this has gone past the good cop, bad cop thing. I think we just, we have an interdimensional issue going on that needs just direct attention. I will follow your lead. Okay. Alright, you guys enter the room. This red-haired woman is in tears as she looks at you and says, you need to stop what you're doing. This needs to happen. What needs to happen? You don't understand, okay? If it doesn't get fed, it won't be there when we need it. I think Bernard's going to step forward a little bit. What doesn't get fed if what doesn't get fed? You're not giving us any answer. Cthulhu. He's um, been used against Nihilarhotep. He's been used against Cthulhu cultists in the past. If it's fed when we need it, it'll come. That's what the town was made for. I found it. I found it. I found it in the histories. That's why the town was built. So I'm guessing this came from you reading a book and then all of a sudden all this happened? It didn't just happen. I made it happen. You're not listening. You made it happen. If it doesn't... Where's this, where's this book? Um, she kind of ignores that question as she wipes tears away from her eyes. She looks at you and goes, Fonglui, Abalunath, Cthulhu, Rulie, Fikinagl, Fitakin. It's a warning. Do you know what it means? I'd like, I don't know what I would roll. I'd like to know if... If Bernard yeah, would, well, I, you've I, already I, established yeah. that you know Lovecraft. Okay. If, if you think he would know what that means, tell him. I mean, I personally do not. Oh, you're killing <laughs> me, you bitch. All right. Um. Uh, if you guys want to attempt to roll me a, um, uh, a sharp roll to see if anyone picks up on what that means. Yeah. Here I go. Um. Eight. Rob, if you want to add a plus one to that, I'm going to let it happen. And I'll explain why if you succeed. I mean, I'm going to explain why <laughs> no matter what. Uh, seven. 
Nice. Bernard, you want to try? Let's give it a go. That's experience. Yeah, that is. <laughs> you're right. That's important. That's all nice. Bernard rolls. She looks Marcellus in the eyes. And she says, in his house on Rulier, dead Cthulhu lies dreaming. Why do I not know this? I literally wrote a song about this. I don't know, man. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I it's totally... on Spotify. It's uh, uh, Decipher the Lore is a band I'm in. We have a fucking song about this. Holy shit, I'm an idiot. I may have said it differently than you've ever read it. I, Maybe. I can grant that. That's literally the chorus of the song. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> she looks down at the desk again, and she says again. Her, her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop her and be like, "Look, you just attacked a federal agent. You are in enough trouble as it is. You need to start answering questions. Where is this book that you made this happen? It's with? hidden. I'm not gonna tell you where it is. There's spells in it. Oh no, you're gonna everything. tell me. No, I'm not because these people need to die." The I would outer like to manipulate her to tell me. Um, I will give you a charm roll, but take it at a negative one because she believes in what she's doing. I understand. No. Like XP ex experience? No. Yeah. God, you were having a bad night. I'm sorry, brother. I'm having she, the worst night. She literally looks the worst night you've ever had. Well, not only that, plus the fact that. See, so nobody can ever say I'm fudging That's dice true. rolls. That's true. Hey, I'm having everyone a rough throws night. one in once in a while just to throw the shade off. Yeah, but the, the, when you keep giving me this negative one to the thing I already have a negative one at, you the, That's the beauty of the game. You do the thing you know you're bad at, you level up. I know. Um, she like she just kind of looks at you and she's like, "I'm prepared to die. Do what you're gonna do. We have to feed him." The outer gods imprisoned him here because um, he was interfering. Yeah, that's why he's imprisoned here. He needs to be imprisoned, and you're helping him. You're not. You're not getting it. He's been summoned in the past to stop greater threats. And if he's not fed, then he's not strong enough to fend off the things that are coming. Are you, are you aware that after he fended off those other things, he turned on everyone? You're thinking are about you it, Ashley, aren't you? Yes. That was... That was a different town set up just like Terra. It was made to be sacrificed. It was always the intent of the creators of the town to sacrifice everyone there to feed it. That yeah, is okay, why... Okay, good for you. I'm not allowing that to happen. I'm not letting people be sacrificed for something. You know that's, that's not, not how we do things. Well, you've got, I don't know, six hours because that wasn't the sun that riz, rose. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. I've, I've dealt with this before. I've dealt with things like this before. I think Bernard I've been around for a very long time and seen more than you would ever be able to understand. So what I'm telling you now is we are not going to allow this to happen. This dimensional shift that you've caused is an issue, and I am going to undo it. You can try. 
Bernard wants to walk yeah. up and he wants to kneel close to her and he wants to say what you did. Does it make people come back to life? I don't know. The book didn't talk about resurrection. The book talked about feeding things to Cthulhu so that it wouldn't be weak. So that when we needed it, we would have it. There are other members of my cult, the organization. We're just feeding it so it's ready when we need it. It's our nuclear option against things that we can't beat without it. I think he's, Can I? I think he, Bernard's just kind of, kind of looked down. Is Boyd in the room? He's outside. He lets you guys do your thing. He's more search and rescue. You guys have a little bit more to do with investigating. He wants to go find Boyd, so that's what I'm. I'm. He's just gonna look at the ground and kind of just get up, and he's gonna go find Boyd. Would I be able to um, use magic to find this hidden book? I mean, now that you know what you're looking for, you could probably locate it. I would like to do that. Yeah, roll me a weird roll. Yeah. Oh, thank God. You got one. Woo! A ten. Got a ten. All right, so as you're kind of casting this location, quick little spell, um, you can tell that it's somewhere on the premises. Um probably upstairs in the gymnasium with all the other people. It's probably in a bag that she brought with her. Um, you can probably easily go and find it. Alright, so I assume Marcellus is going to go find that book. Yes. Alright. Orpheus, you are standing in the classroom with this woman. And the words that she spoke are resonating with you in a very odd way you have heard this phrase before in your mind you are in a different place you're in a different time you are standing in a cabin old wood cabin you can feel the wind swaying this cabin it's probably on stilts probably in the louisiana bayou you are standing in front of your door and you can hear the chanting outside. Funk Louis, Abalunov, Cthulhu, Rulie, Fikanagli, Fitagli. Over, over, over again. You go from the door to over the fireplace. A fireplace you build by hand. You grab a musket and a saber, a fighting sword. And as you head back to the door, an arm, <clears throat> as you head back to the door, a hand reaches out and grabs you by the arm. And you hear a familiar voice say, Francois, let them go. They will go out and they will worship their great old one, but you will do nothing to stop it. All you will do is get yourself killed, and then I will be a widow. What good would that do me? Please, don't. They are fools. They worship things that they will never see. But the things they conjure with their words can be dangerous. Stay here with me, eat your food.
I speak out to this memory? You are reliving a memory. Yes. This this is this is in the moment for you. Why should a man not stop that which he can? Because it would do you no good. There are so many of them and you are one man. What they are doing is not inherently evil. They worship a god they do not understand. They worship him because it is easy. Because they see the creatures that come with the words. They hear the howls in the night of the things that come because they know they are what they are doing. But you can go, but you don't need to. They are lower in the woods tonight. Our cabin is safe. Stay here with me. You will be fine. Let them go. Let them worship their crazy great gods. They are hundreds of miles away, sleeping in the ocean. Don't do this. Don't make me a widow. You will tell me more of this. But I will not leave. Your memory begins to fade as you put the musket back over the fireplace. The saber back in its place. You turn and you embrace your wife. She is a beautiful black woman. Strong, powerful in her way, a leader of her faith. She smiles and she embraces you, but you can still hear the chanting in the background. And in a moment, you were brought back to the classroom with the red haired woman saying the same chant over and over again, though not in reverence, but in fear. It's a warning. Dead Cthulhu lies dreaming in Rulie. What do you do? I would say with not crying, not sobbing, but with tears running down uh, to Marcellus. I would say, oh, Marcellus is gone. You need to go to him uh, first. It's just you and her. Yeah, I'm going to go to Marcellus and I'm going to say what YouTuber said to me and please tell me if i'm not paraphrasing correctly well you'd let me catch up to marcellus yeah i mean he's he is currently looking for her things he is magically honing in on her belongings because that is where the book is he wouldn't be hard to spot okay uh please correct me again sam if i'm mis mis paraphrasing but <clears throat> marcellus we need to stay here these people do not know what they are doing. We need to protect which we have built here. What do you mean what we have built here? The woods, they escape me. But I know that we do not need to go onward. That we do not need to kill this. We need to come together now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to kill it. I'm trying to get all these people out of here so it doesn't kill them. Sam, I. I know that this thing's feeding. I know that this thing is is devouring 
the energy, the life force of these people. Am I understanding that this thing isn't isn't so much trying to attack this gym or how am I how am I understanding what YouTube has shared with me and, and I apologize some of what you were saying was a little hard for me to pick up on nope you're okay um <clears throat> sorry more or less it's showing that you've dealt with this kind of thing before that you existed in a time and place where cultists and worshippers existed and that they are worshipping something that they don't fully understand so their actions aren't inherently bad or good for that matter okay that i like the direction you took it in now that you are aware that there is a book present the idea that maybe you don't have to lose this town you don't have to save everyone by evacuating you if you can find the book and cast the spell you can actually take the town back to our plane okay. i'm very okay with that idea yeah yeah we don't have to stay we don't have to go and fight we can stay and is is it bad that's what rob and i discussed when you were peeing what <laughs> i was like i'm gonna have to find a book and yeah use some type of big magic to transfer this whole place back and everything I mean, it wasn't originally the plan, but that. I'm okay with it going that way. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to stand by what I say. Let's let's not go out and fight. Let's stand here. We can't educate them all. I I I completely agree. Uh, I'm looking for the book right now so I can maybe stop this whole thing before it goes any farther. You find it in her satchel. Sick. Uh, and in that moment, when you uncover the book from inside of her bag, we will cut to Bernard and Boyd. Balls. <laughs> B-boys over there, they're just breakdancing. Boyd does not breakdance. <laughs> <laughs> Boyd breaks bones. So I think all business, like no animosity, but I think he's walking up, and hopefully Boyd can tell he's walking up with the purpose. He's wants to ask him, like, you're the third person I'm going to ask. And I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get an answer soon. Can people come back to life here? And if they do, is it them? They don't come back the same, you say. <laughs> you don't come back the same. <laughs> don't you go <laughs> keep your kid away from the rud. Ground sour up there. <clears throat> They're coming to get you, Bernard. <laughs> oh, he will look at you. Agent Miller, you were asking me for expertise in an area that I have none. I don't know anything about the Dreamlands. This was not what I intended to happen. Admittedly, we are in a place... I have the dreamlands, and if you have dreamed of your wife often I enough, think he wants to cut him off and say, like, my wife is dead. And I think you probably know that. But she's, she's fucking here. All right? She's here. I saw her. She touched me. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to say goodbye. Maybe this is your chance to get some closure on a family and a relationship that you lost. In that moment, 
The radio crackles. Corbin Graves' voice cuts through. Hey. Galan's wife just showed up and killed him. She's a fire vampire. <laughs> just play just play the audio. The you hear that on the radio. What do you do? I think no words, but there's probably a very intense look to Boyd as this is happening. And the moment the phone call is over, he is going to turn heel and he is heading to back to the gym. Okay. Unless Boyd has something else to say. But I don't I think he will have to physically stop Bernard. But Bo- Bernard is, is heading back. He has to the no gym. idea what you're doing. He has his own team to manage, one man down. Uh they're prepping vehicles for the rope trick. The mages are in a classroom somewhere desperately trying to absorb enough ley line magic to do the rope trick back for enough people that they have. But, like, he's in search and rescue mode of control the situation, but the investigation and what's happening isn't really something he's super into dealing with. That's not really his position. It's get there, find everyone, gather them, and get the way out. The only reason you haven't already left is because your mages don't have enough juice to power the rope trick. All right, like I said, I, I'm heading straight back to, to Connie. Okay. Uh, um, Corbin, you arrive back to the gym with the dead body of Galland. I'm put that. Well, I'm going to the gym. They put him in the. Gertie. Orchard, yeah. You see Troy. In a more patched up position, sleeping. On one of the presumably fold-out cots that is in there for emergencies. Just gets down, like hunkers down next to his face, like, "Hey, hey, what happened to you?" I got stabbed. Who stabbed you. Uh, I think she was the librarian. That sucks. That sucks. They killed Cal. <laughs> They killed Gallon, huh? What killed him? Dude, we can't hear you when you're talking that oh. <laughs> They killed they killed Gallon. It was a gross tumor lady thing. Looked like his wife. Oh. Yeah. You need to go find Bernard. Why? He's about to make a scene. Okay. Go. They pat him on the head. <laughs> and and a scene off. I shall make. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I make one first. Like bust into the gym. Bernard! Okay, so we are having the just fire shitstorm of moments. Marcellus is on the book. He started to read it. Orpheus has walked in behind him and kind of talked to him about like, hey, maybe we don't need to evacuate. Maybe we can save everything. Bernard is angrily walking toward his wife. I do recognize that Corbin made that trip in a really, really quick time frame. But he's a supernatural vampire. Yeah. He's something special. Also, in, in your defense, the gymnasium 
is on the opposite side and upstairs from where him and Boyd were standing. True. So it would have taken him even five, an, five, ten minutes to get up there. An angry hustle. It's still there. So everything's slowly coming together right now in this gymnasium. Um, I'm going to have Marcellus, you find pages. You find what you need. You find out Cthulhu is a fire elemental deity, a large orange ball of plasma with ugly dark spots across it. It creates fire vampires. There is mention of a high priest, Fathogwa, that kind of guides them, something about a comet. But in this moment, you are understanding it creates fire vampires by dropping them on the ground in an attempt to get the energy from humans around it. The physical energy, the brain energy. You are starting to put these puzzle pieces together as you are reading these passages. You understand that you are in Cthulhu's prison, that it is going to destroy everything eventually. It is getting closer. The daylight outside is strong. It's no longer a rising. It is getting closer to you. You have pieced all of this together and are currently looking for a spell to reverse this, which, spoilers, it's going to be in that book. You are going to find it. Make a plan. Bernard, you find your wife in the crowd. She is off to one side. She is sitting on a cot. As you approach, she stands. She looks at you longingly. She wants her husband back. What do you do? I think it could you kill your wife. <laughs> I want to give off a vibe of a little more calm. And I, I want to gesture my hand towards her. And, uh, I want to ask her to come with me. I mean, she's going to go with you. She's your wife. She loves you. We're going up to the stage. (laughs) She's confused. Mm -hmm. Like the GM. What are you going to do? I'm hoping my my sound man, my, my sound guy is close. Come on, Monster Daddy. Let's make this good. All right. So... The, like the kid is around the soundboard again. Like when he sees you walk up there, he heads back to the soundboard. He's thinking rousing speech. Somebody got a girlfriend, I guess. Yep. Uh, and he flips all the switches on. The Shristal, somebody who doesn't speak in a microphone often. <clears throat> Hello. Mm. Microphone ringing. It's uh, it's me again. I know uh. I know I told you earlier we were here to rescue you, and, and, and that is true. What else is true is that we didn't totally know what it is that we, we were here to protect you from. And now I understand that... Uh, I don't know if there is anything to protect you from. And he wants to look at his wife. He 
was to say this, let's hold her hand up. This is my beautiful wife. And let's put her hand kind of back down. She died a long time ago. And what I would like to do now is scan the crowd if there's anyone else who maybe kind of looks like they have seen anything similar. If there's anyone who see who we'll has investigate. a investigate, you're getting a feel for the crowd. That would be an eleven. I mean, unless you get negative. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Got it. There's two or three people in the audience that instantly look to the person sitting next to them. He's like, uh, I don't uh, I don't know if any of you have uh, experienced a miracle such as I am now. What I would like to do, and he wants to turn to his wife, and he wants to kind of hold her face in his hand. Say, close your eyes for me, sweetie. And I can do that. Can be a manipulate someone if you'd like me to. I mean, she's gonna. She's your wife. At the moment, you're playing into a master plan. I think he kind of wants to to lean in. I didn't realize how much the idea of closure just never occurred to me. So. I want to take this moment and, and have my closure. Also, you're not my fucking wife. Bernard! Oh, oh, he's gone. Well, how's that for a cliffhanger, huh? <laughs> uh, that was the goal anyways. And uh, if you're frustrated and you can't wait to hear the next episode, then I think it means we did our job. Um, just want to thank all of you for being our friends and uh, listening to another episode of Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. That's always fun to do. But, uh, yeah, seriously, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, on a bi-weekly basis and, and uh, you know, joining our shenanigans in your own little way. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Rick for uh, being a guest in this arc and uh, hopefully more in the future. He's done a great job and uh, become a part of our little family. And um, other than that, I guess it's just the normal stuff, guys. Follow subscribe all those good things we're on tiktok we're on instagram trying to put more stuff out there we're on facebook um whatever listening apparatus you are on make sure you leave a review that's big for us um helps us find new listeners um yeah i hope you guys are having a great weekend i hope you guys enjoy the next episode or this episode and can't wait to see you on the next episode i think it's gonna get pretty crazy